0: This is the Sean Campbell Show, a podcast for the aspiring and hungry entrepreneur. Hey, everybody! It's Sean Campbell, with the Sean Campbell Show. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. And today I'm flying solo. It's uh, I'm actually recording this the day before uh, Thanksgiving, so hopefully we get this out here. Uh, uh, first part of uh, December for everybody, but it'll be right in time for the, um, the f- finish up your year. Hopefully, everybody's finished finishing up your year really, really strong and um, getting uh, all your numbers in for the year. And you want to uh, take a look at those numbers and see where you're going to forecast yourself for. Uh, uh, 2020. So one thing that I've been doing a lot lately, what I want to talk about today in the podcast is doing some extra studying. I think we all do a little bit extra. Hopefully we do. If you're a serious business owner, if you're thinking about somebody, or I should say, if you're thinking about getting into a business, um, hopefully you're doing some extra studying, you know, not just when you're at your office or, uh, during work hours, but at night, and I've been putting in some extra, extra, excuse me, extra, extra time. And the way I've been doing it is listening to other podcasts than I normally do, um, but also watching some shows recently that have really kind of enlightened me and kind of rediscovered a few shows, particularly on CNBC. Um, uh, of course, uh, Shark Tank is always on, but. A couple of shows in particular are very, very fascinating to me. And I've been going back to uh, watching all the episodes on The Profit. Um, Marcus on The Profit is just phenomenal. It's uncanny. No matter what industry, what type of business it is, the knowledge that he has and how to turn this or turn a business around is unbelievable. And then the other show I've been watching a lot lately, it's only on its fourth episode, and it's on, um, ironically, this evening, um, is uh, Alex Rodriguez's show, Back in the Game. Those two shows, what I've gotten the most out of them, um, Marcus uh, it, on The Profit is just absolutely phenomenal as far as when it comes to the numbers. And I think um, when I say the numbers, primarily financials, if you have an inventory, you know um, um, how to manage your inventory, um, anything and everything that has to do with your numbers, obviously the finances and your cost of goods and um, how much inventory is sitting there stagnant and what you liquidate, for example, to get some cash flow in immediately or whatnot. Highly recommend that if you uh, go back and watch a few of the episodes, if you have any type of an inventory-based type of business and you're kind of stuck and you have a garage full of, you know, merchandise that you can't push or uh, you can't sell, watch a few of these episodes where he has um, some assistance for some uh, businesses. If you don't know this guy's background, Check it out. Google this guy. He's only worth $900 million. So I think there's a lot of us out there that probably learned from him and kind of wish this guy would step in the door right now and kind of look at my business and see what's going on. So definitely that one. Um, and, and, and A-Rod, um, more of the motivational side. Um, Safari, so you know, he's t- assisted Evander Holyfield, four-time heavyweight world champion of the world who earned over $200 million in his career and was pretty much in in desperate need of uh, A-Rod's assistance, Ryan Locke, the the, um, uh, Olympian who kind of screwed up big time in Rio. Um, (laughs) He and his wife had no idea how much money they had in their account but they had two luxury cars and you only know, had to live the lifestyle and whatnot. So, and it turned out that uh, A-Rod came in just in time because they were about to get run out of money with no money coming in, no endorsements, et cetera, et cetera. And then um, I forgot his name. I uh, can't remember offhand, but he was the first host on American Idol. Um, pretty much blew his shot. Was going to earn about eighteen grand or dinner and 18 grand a week on American Idol and kind of threw it all away because it was his stick. So, but what did all of them have in common? The people that A-Rod spoke with and really the people that Marcus speaks with on the profit, as much as they teach about the numbers and the branding, especially, which I really, really want to get heavily into my own brand and emphasize that in 2020 and emphasize that to all my clients and all the people that I speak to. Branding is going to be the big focus on 2020 for myself. And I'm going to lead my, uh, my first workshop of uh, 2020 in January. Um, And that's what I'm going to be talking about. Branding and brand awareness impressions. Um, What do people say about you when you walk out the door? Um, That's, what I want to be huge, huge, huge into in 2020. But what Marcus and A-Rod, if you watch every single episode, I mean, the underlying factor and even parts of Shark Tank, I mean, the people, people come first in business. People come first and foremost in business and people who have started absolutely tremendously with their business Nine out of ten times, it seems the downfall was themselves and how they handled their uh, employees, how they handled um, other investors, um, how they handled their customers. And it was phenomenal how somebody or a business could get off to such a great start. But what changed in that mindset of the owner to where they had a few really good years and then all of a sudden they drop off the face of the earth or their sales or whatnot are cut in half. And that, that's, that's something that they really don't get into that much on what happens, you know, a a little bit, not a lot, but more times than not, it's the people, the attitude, the mindset, something changed where, Either too much money was spent, or people aren't uh, receptive to any type of criticism, or people lost the ability to listen to their employees for feedback or their customers for feedback. And it's hard to imagine that that wasn't the case when they first got started. But three, four, or five years into their business, after uh, some starting off very successfully, somewhere along the way that happened. So that was that that's an eye-opener for me too on these shows. It's how does a business owner go from a making high six figures to you know grossing into the millions and all of a sudden he's losing it? And most of the issues are between are relation or relational. Most of the issues stem from the business owner not listening, not taking in feedback doesn't want to change Think their ideas are it. And, and there's no um, advancement. There's no development um, room for improvement or anything like that. So where does that happen along the career of a business owner? You know, where, when does that happen? And I've always been very, very level headed. You know, I've been in business for myself for four years but because of my, uh, the adversity I've been through and the failures I've had before I opened my business, I'm very, very leery to get too high or too low. I'm very leery to really overly celebrate a success. And, but when I have a failure, that hits me hard. If I lose, lose a client, that hits me hard. If I were to earn a new client, it's fine, I expect that, but I don't go out and celebrate and do the hokey pokey and put a put my right foot in, left foot out, or whatever that is. So why does that happen to some business owners? For me, it, it hopefully it would never happen because I've been through that adversity and I've had the failures, and once I reach a point um, where I've gotten a little bit overconfident, cocky, that's when I've hit my lowest of lows, you know, or soon after that. So I did that as an employee for corporations. I'm not going to do that as a business owner for myself. There's no way. But why does that happen to some of the business owners? And I think that's what's happening with some of the business owners we see on these shows because as close minded as they are, and um, no, just almost ignorant as they are, it's unbelievable to think that they were, you know, um, not like that to have opened up their business, you know, it, it, there's no way. So think about that pitfall, think about reaching success and then having, you know, millions come into the door or to your bank account or whatever, however you want to look at it do not, or, or just be aware of that. Be aware that this is a potential disaster for you. Be aware that if you have employees, how much, you know, these employees um uh, mean to you, you know, uh, they're on the front line more times than not, or, you know, in production and the quality of your product or your service or your food or whatever it is depends on them. The quality of your customer service depends on them. So treat your employees like gold. You know, I've been in management, you know, in, in, in uh, corporations. And, you know, one thing I learned um, is to treat the people who work for me like gold. Um, I never had my mindset was the upside down organizational chart where I worked for them. And they didn't necessarily work, putting my air quotes up, work for me. I worked to for their goals as much as my own goals. So, and I can bring in a lot of people to attest to that, you know, um, but that's one thing for your own business, whether you work for yourself or if you have employees or, you know, always kind of keep that, that, um, keep them in the forefront of your mind that your success can be taken away like that. So, Watch some of these shows, you know, um, watch some of these shows and binge watch them instead of been watching other stuff or, you know, um, and really pay attention to the human aspect, the relational aspect of being a business owner and how much that means not only um, for um, employees, but between customers, strategic alliances For me, strategic alliances are huge. And there's a lot of people that are out there in the digital marketing world that I collaborate with on many different projects with, you know, shared clientele. So that's something, you know, I I have to, you know, work and be delicate with each one of these alliances and make sure that there's a, a good rapport and open communication between them. Without my relationships with my clients and these alliances. I'm nothing, I'm dead in the water. So, you know, business is, you know, of course, a lot of it's financial, a lot of it's making sure you keep your costs low and selling your products or services for as much as you can, obviously. But before that, it's relations. Before that, it's it's how you handle uh the people closest to you that help you either run your business or the people closest to you that are accountable for a lot of your incomes. So how do you handle those? Do you really treat the people, your clients, for, you know, that, that they pay your bills? You know, do, do you say thank you? Do, do you treat them with kindness? Do you uh, make them feel as if they're your only client? I'm not saying I do that 100% of the time. I'm sure I fail every once in a while, but I try to do it. So, But that's the one thing right there I want to talk about, really, was just, you know, one, are you uh, paying attention to... um some learning, you know, opportunities out there, you know, um, whether it's a podcast or something on TV and audio book or workshops or seminars. But what are you really getting out of them too? You know, I think that on the surface of these shows that I'm talking about, yeah, it's the, the, the financials, it's the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But if you dig and really, really pay attention, it's the human aspect of it, the human interactions. That can make or break your breaker business in a second, more so than having some uh financial opportunities. When I mean about financial opportunities is maybe you're spending too much on some costs, some expenses, and maybe you're not charging enough, or maybe there's one aspect of your business that you should be going after, and some other aspects of your business that you should shelve because they're just not profitable. So a lot of good stuff that I've been kind of uh relearning and learning and kind of uh you know even if you think you know all this stuff even if you think you are good at all this stuff and it's good to be aware you know just um uh, of your strengths you know and keep your strengths strong and um you know when you can uh avoid it try not to fall on your face for one of your weaknesses so but that is it today. I appreciate it. I did a little video along with this as well. It'll be up on my YouTube channel on Campbell Marketing, which you see that in the video in the back. Um, if you're seeing this on video, know, watch me on podcast. It's the Sean Campbell Show on Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and I think like 17 other places. So. I really appreciate your following. If there's anything that you want to talk about, or if you think you'd be a good guest on the show, I do have four mics all over the table. So let me know. Let me know if you want to share your story as a business owner, if you want to share your story and tell her about your adversities, your highs and the lows, and the good, the bad, the ugly about being a business owner. Then reach out to me. You know, you could. Always uh, email me at sean s h a w n at campbell uh, i'm sorry sean s h a w n m at c m g social media dot com that's cat mary girls social media dot com let me know that you want to be a guest and we'll set up a time we could do it by phone um, we you know if you're here in the Tucson area and come by my little studio. And uh, we can sit and, you know, if you want to have a beer while we do this, we can have a beer. Or if you just want to sit and chat about business, as long as you share your story, as long as you help uh, other people, um, motivate them and uh, give uh, some tidbits of advice on how you've succeeded in your business and uh, things that you would wish you could have redone or things that you think you've done well. I want you to share that with uh, the other listeners. So. It's gone pretty well so far. I'm pretty uh, proud of myself uh, with the uh, amount of uh, listens I've got on my podcast. So, really, really appreciate it. Appreciate everybody's help. And um, hopefully, this is out before the end of the year. So, if so, have a good holiday. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to The Sean Campbell Show. Follow us on Instagram at The Sean Campbell Show.